0: The three people that drive me, little Van Wilder, a lot of Lebowski, little Jim Morrison. That'll get you uh, your karma and your, your center aligned. I can't see you with no shirt and leather pants and no shoes, though. It might have happened once or twice. I was younger and skinnier and single. A few extracurriculars, it definitely made me the man I am today.
1: My name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Shrinky Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us
0: a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke Baker. Hello, hello, and my my asterisk for the open is simply every Lebowski line that ran in my head used the F bomb and we, we try to refrain from that or you do, so I, I couldn't use a lot of those.
1: I just want us to be like uh cable TV. Cable
0: or- TV plays the Eagles. Cable TV has shows on with the Eagles playing.
1: (laughs) It doesn't make any
0: sense. Have you never seen the Lebowski?
1: No, I mean, I've seen the Lebowski. All right, then. He gets out of the cab. I I like cable TV also has this, what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Before I let everybody know who our guests are tonight, I want to let you know this show is sponsored by CassCartel.com, changing the industry standard of how you receive your alcohol, go ahead and go to Cas Cartel, get liquor shipped directly to your door, whether or not it's vodka, it's gin, it's tequila, it's mezcal, whatever it is, They have it. Whiskey, Scotch, bourbon. Go to cascartel.com. You can also go to Instagram. Follow them at cascartel. They're constantly doing giveaways, awesome good things for their people. And then that's where you can find out cool codes for shipping and all that kind of stuff. They are like the Amazon of the spirits industry. They're connecting you directly to merchants that will ship right to your house from the comfort of your own home. You could be sitting on your couch late night like Zeke does. He gets it shipped right to his door. Go to cascartel.com and yeah. join the revolution. We have two very, very special guests tonight. It's people we know, it's people we love. One person may have just recorded a show with us an hour ago. I mean, pulling the curtain back, I think you guys know it. We try to nab two in a night when we can. Our friend PJ Harrison. How are you, my friend? It's still hot in here. It is very, very hot in this room. If you've listened to the last one,
0: I'm just thankful John hasn't tried to sing Nelly yet. He wants to. He wants to. I see it. He wants to dance a little bit and sing some Nelly. Are you worried about the thong song?
1: No, that's not Nelly. That's Cisco. Oh, that's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> I, I get him confused. Either way, he's ready. I didn't have a pencil. I should have remembered that.
1: I like it when the beat go. Let me see the booty go.
0: That thong, 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 thong. You just get a little. Too high in the pitch there. I don't know what it is. No, that's a, He's yeah. very, very high. Cisco is very, very high. Yeah, you don't go that high. You go to like a different in between level. It's kind of awkward. You're awkward. <laughs> I'm just saying. The other thing
1: is that I like that it's not just hot in here. It's hot in her. Well,
0: yeah, you gotta have that draw.
1: Hey, the second show is always better. <laughs> the second show is always better. Wait, now, I was part of the first show.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you're still here, though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good. It's not like the, oh, that guy's gone. <laughs> now we can cut loose.
3: Okay, cool.
1: No, okay. the editing of the first show, I'm going to make it sound very, very good. For those of you that listened to that show, it was tough going through it. And then our second guest here tonight, he kind of showed up halfway through. I know it got me off my game a little bit, because this is the type of guy who you say, hey, we're meeting at 930. thirty." He's the type of guy that's going to roll up at about 1040. But he goes, listen, I run a store. I have. He was on Alabama time. He was on Alabama
0: time. We always use that line group in Georgia because you're always late for everything. Like, oh, I was on Alabama time. Sorry.
1: Tarek from Elixir Spirits. Thank you so much.
3: I feel awkward here right now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know half the characters he described in the first <laughs> Oh, In <and> the prefix. <laughs> Well, you you
0: can't watch most of those around your kids. And knowing how much you work, it's going to take a little while for you to get through all three movies. But if you get a chance, you'll have a much better understanding of me.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I fall asleep when I start watching some of those. I think what
0: it is with the the second show, it's the first one, you know, you kind of like a few conservative pours, a little tasting here and there. You try and get some notes. But it's not really enough to, you know, rev up the senses. And then by the time you get through the first show and on to the second, you've had a couple of pours in between. Oh, I'm a little more limber now. You know, I could go do some shot putters and backflips or something. And, you know, we're ready to go. I said I was a thrower in a private chat
1: we had. You didn't know what that was. I mean, that is shot put. I did shot put and discus. I thought it might relate to being a bear or something, and I was nervous. I mean, I am a bear, but that's a, a different... Are we going back to the November story? <laughs> <laughs> no. We are, we're not going there.
0: <laughs>
1: we're we going back to the fact that my high school football coach used to call me a Yeti, like a hairy animal.
0: I ever tell you what they call me?
1: <laughs> <I> dumbass.
0: <laughs> In a polite way. What'd they call you? odie doe. So I was big and tall, walked around really goofy like Odie, and I was kind of doe, so I was kind of pudgy. <laughs> so I got odie Doe or Odie a lot. Isn't it funny...
1: That your significant other has a dog named Odie.
0: And I got one better eye than he does, though. <laughs> he does have one eye. But I am, like, the only person that little shit has not bitten. He's never bit me. You ain't been over there enough. I've been over there a good deal I mean, we, we keep him guarded, but literally, he, he is bitten. He's wanted in two states.
1: <laughs> the, the best conversations I have with Zeke is when he's out walking
0: his dog about midnight. Man, that dog's going to be like the... Uh, Who's the Bush's Beans commercial? I mean if he ever spills some secrets, I'm life's gonna change. Tarek, we're really glad you came. Thank you. Glad to be here. And I
1: don't want it to be awkward.
3: Oh, I'm not. Is that why it keeps, it keeps getting hot? <laughs> no, it's very, very hot
1: in this room. It's very, very hot in this room. Especially with four of us in here. It's a little warm. I think it's comfortable. Depends
3: you wouldn't where it come from. Yes.
1: <laughs> What is the temperature from the area of the country that you are from? It's more like Phoenix. It's more like
0: Phoenix, yeah. yeah. But dry heat is different. I mean, yeah. no lie. I lived out there for two years. It is.
1: You lived in India for two years? No, I lived in, near Phoenix, oh. India is interesting. I mean, depends on... Because the country is so big, people forget how big the country is. I mean, if you go north and you're kind of up by the mountains it's more of a you know a moderate climate i mean it's still hot but there
3: are places that are 24 7 365 covered in snow and there are places that 300 days out of 365 gets rain over an inch a day so it's quite different everywhere
0: i will say considering it's supposed to be 25 degrees outside tonight i'm gonna gripe about to complain but i won't take it to the bitch level is
1: it gonna snow tonight no it was earlier in the week they kept saying it was going to snow, and it never
3: snowed. It I snowed wondered. a little bit in south, actually. I had it on Tuesday afternoon. Really? Yeah, quite a bit,
0: actually. I just wonder if we get John outside for like 10 minutes, if that sweat on his head will freeze. It might. That would look really cool. It would pool up right in the den. It's
3: actually comfortable outside right now. <laughs> it's more comfortable than it is in this
1: room. But I appreciate you guys being here for one of the last shows out of this room. We're kind of just shooting the shit right now. There's no rhyme or reason to this. We know that tonight we are going to be drinking Four Gate. And we had Bill on the show. Bill's a great guy. The guy behind, one of the guys behind Four Gate Whiskey. This is batch four, split stave by Kelvin. What you figure, this is what was sent to us. We've given you Whiskey finished and used cooperage we've given you whiskey that isn't finished at all this time we're giving you kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in a brand new kind of oak cast from kelvin cooperage the split stave so the staves in these alternate between medium toast and number two and number four char to impart a warm creme brulee flavor Interlaced with smoky, earthy, charred oak. So this is number four. I think we missed three. Remember I told no, you? No, he brought both of them for us. Oh, we had both that day. Yeah. So three was the outer loop orbit. I thought it was two. I don't know. Maybe.
0: style was two. And I think, did we miss three? I think. I think we missed three. I think that's the one. that It's just. You know, Nothing. It's the straight whiskey. Yeah, I think it's still a blend of, of various years. But Bill, uh, we want to try that one. 100
1: milliliters is great. I am more than happy with 100 milliliters. But no, there
0: definitely was something that didn't have any finished or, or additive. or I guess additive is the wrong word, but you know.
1: Listen, we got four people able to sample this from 100 milliliters. So, Bill, thank you so much for sending this to us. We did get this from Four Gate Whiskey, but that by no means influences our opinion at all this is 57.8 ABV 115.6 proof no idea how old this is I know it's sourced and then put into Kelvin Cooperage
0: barrels and so this was put into a Kelvin barrel and then some broken staves were added to it as well right? It's not broken it is the split stave trademarked. Okay I, I, I don't mean to misspeak. I just try to make sure I understand what you say because when you do the three different voices, it kind of throws me off. I only do two different voices. Eh, you know. There's the one voice where I don't listen to to begin with. That's any voice I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh? <laughs> PJ woke up. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Have you guys had a chance to get some nose on this? What do you think?
3: I get a little heat at fronts. And then get a sweeter notes coming through. I enjoyed it nose wise. I get a lot
0: of just variation. I mean, not too often do I you know know something come back to it. Know something come back to it. Know something come back to it, and just get all right. Well, something change here because if I you know shift or alter a little you know to this side of that or up or down, I catch a completely different you know whiff or profile of what I got the first time. So to me, it's one of those that you know nose-wise, you could really sit there and just, well, did I grab the wrong glass? Am I, am I, like, what's going on here? I mean, it just seems to move around between sweetness, age. It, it sometimes you know the the oak does seem a little heavier, there's the wood component, and then it, sometimes it's really sweet with a you know a good kick of alcohol behind it. But it's moving around at least in my glass. The nose for me on this one, I do get the
1: heat. That Tarek was saying, and I'm mentioning this, proof that we actually read our iTunes reviews. I haven't mentioned this in a long time because of that, but I mean, it begs me saying it. I get vanilla. There's a, a big time vanilla on the nose here, but you gotta get past that heat and the astringency that it almost kind of like goes up and tickles my nose, the, the heat. And then once I can kind of get past that i get the vanilla i get the complexity zeke like you said there there are chameleon tendencies to it maybe a little bit of fruit
0: in there too but yeah i mean i get like a flash of fruit floral um i just call some honeysuckle out of that
1: but i'm calling out the vanilla because it's very easy to say in every whiskey like there is vanilla there's caramel there's toffee there's leather there's oak i mean there's a lot of things that you would expect there to be in a whiskey. I kind of am saving vanilla now for only calling it out when it's that prevalent that I think we should call it out.
3: There is a sweet woodiness. I wouldn't call it necessarily astringency because when I think about astringency, I'm thinking about green notes. I don't get green notes. There is a mature whiskey in it. No, it's just, it's it's heat. Yeah. I mean, heat comes in waves. It's very aromatic. I would keep smelling this for a good ten, fifteen minutes. One would almost I argue through. the heat is on. I mean, I it is the,
0: on, yeah. The sweet out of it, it's not a Fruit Loops. What's a cereal that it's colored like Fruit Loops? Best smaller pieces, like the size of Rice Krispie, but they're all different colors and it's really sweet. I can't think of it. I get flashes of like that much of a sweetness out of it.
2: I agree with John. It's you get a little bit of the alcohol, but right behind it's the sweetness. I just get a ton of that
1: vanilla on this. We don't know how old this is. We don't know how long it sat in the split stave. I mean, I'm picking up some,
2: almost like a dry wood.
1: You want to move on to taste? Fruity Pebbles. That came out of nowhere. Have you been looking that up this whole time? Well, yeah. That's what the Google's for. Not for tasting whiskey like everybody else.
0: But uh, that's what I really get a funny note out of, is that interest and sweetness those things have. So we have Fruity Pebbles at home, and it makes me want to go home and smell that
2: container now. (laughs) You know. Get text from PJ at 2 in the morning. Smells like Fruity Pebbles. Damn it, Zeke. (laughs) It's not Golden
1: Grams.
0: No, it's not Golden Grams.
1: What do you guys get on the taste of this one? It's a little bit of orange. Not as prevalent as, like, the FOMO Traverse City Legacy pick, but I do get a little bit of orange. I get a little bit of the tingle... Maybe a cinnamon, a little bit of pepper.
0: I mean, it'd be one of those for if you wanted to go um, Murray or, or Minnick-esque and just have a, a paragraph of notes, you really probably could. And anybody that smelled it or tasted it, they wouldn't disagree with you or tell you you're full of shit.
1: No, there's a lot of different stuff. This is super complex. I think it's one that you could sit there and sip on for hours and not get tongue-tied or not get frustrated.
0: No, you're not going to be frustrated until it's 1 a.m. and you wasted your whole night on one pour.
1: <laughs> Good point.
0: <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm intrigued by this.
2: I really am. Yeah, it does have a lot going on. For some reason lately, I've been getting a lot of cinnamon. out of a lot of whiskeys coming out lately.
3: I get cinnamon on this one, but up front, it almost felt like thin or lighter body Oloroso Sherry that kind of nutty sweetness I got, then it turned into woody whiskey cinnamon notes and then oak wouldn't go away. It feels like pretty old juice in it that has a lot of oak component backed by proof. The proof keeps going and not in a bad way, but it's complementing all the woodiness and cinnamon spice that front sweetness disappeared pretty quick and got a little bit heat on a finish. And overall, it's a cleaner finish after about 30 seconds that didn't dry out the palate, but it's more or less like clean. So it's not sweet finish. It's not dry finish. Right through the middle, it's a clean finish. But it took about 30 minutes to get past the spice or heat.
0: Now, I'm with you on the heat for sure. Just kind of guessing, knowing it's most likely has some component of aged juice in it aged juice in it based on what uh forgate's done in the past my guess would be this is more likely a Barton than a Heaven Hill the way that heat just kind of builds and lingers toward the end normally at least with Heaven Hill stuff and the older it gets I get a different twing off the wood
3: I get older Heaven Hill as a drier finish older Barton and a proof wise I do get the cinnamon spice that lingers mm-hmm. and so I would agree that this more likely be a Burden at a higher proof and older. And the wood shows like it shows in a 12-year-old 1792 in a 12-year-old uh, Sam Houston. What I would think would be also a Burden source. I yeah, pick up that woodiness but more oak backed by the proof.
0: You got a rebuttal? No. He, he, we agreed. This, well, is one the, this is one of the rare it's one times. one of the rare times, yeah. <laughs> it's go down in history. But no, I mean... Um, I'm not sure how much tinkering went around as far as the, you know, the stave selection for this, but it gives, I mean, nose wise, uh, even having revisited this thing 22 times now, it's still a little different each time and a little bit more comes off palette wise. I don't think it dances around quite that much, but it's a fun little booger to play around with.
2: Yeah. I get that orange up front, the vanilla mid, and then you get some of that spice on the back
0: end. I enjoy this. Same here, I mean the, the first taste, the spice was more than I was expecting just because the nose was so sweet and again, definitely built up like I get from some Barton stuff opposed to Heaven Hill but coming back to it a second time and the tongue being, you know, not as thrown much, as much of a curveball especially from the nose, sits well tastes well, you know, like we kind of talked about offline as far as where prices are these days and things being tougher to stomach. I think this pretty much delivers, especially if you're you know, looking at the aspect of I'm gonna be with three or four or five buddies and we're all gonna sit around and, you know, split this bottle and enjoy it and see what each of us get, and that's a no brainer for me, really.
3: This bottle might be gone in a night if it's a full bottle. Yeah, I mean if you're sitting around with good friends, yeah. it it's just gonna keep changing. You're gonna keep laughing at Yeah.
0: Well shit, yeah, maybe I taste that now. Maybe I do taste it. And as John said, they did provide us a sample, but <laughs> there's no additional uh Motive or incentive us to, to say anything that it is, you know, far fetched or true, but or untrue rather. At 200 bucks, I think I, I would get one for the sake of saying I I had it and and shared this with my friends and we sat around and shot the shit for, you know, various occasions and pours with it. I can't disagree at all. I mean, I enjoyed it start to finish. And it's and it funny because, you know, offline before we rolled this, you know, PJ, you were like, you know prices of whiskey now are just not what they used to be and i got plenty of things stockpiled at home and i see things cost more than they ever did and i know i got plenty of good juice and you know more times than not now i just turned my head (laughs) i think this one all caught us a little off guard
2: yeah i'm very pleasantly surprised i mean it's a good pour through and through nose taste palate viscosity everything's really good with it
1: it's super tough i mean i know what you're saying with the price it kind of makes you kind of want to go like, ah, but I like
0: it. One, two, like I say, if it's one of those things where you're going to have guys night, let's get this. We all split it. We all shoot the shit over it. I mean, this goes to a category that we said we were going to use a lot more and we haven't.
1: This is totally a bottle share bottle for me.
0: Oh, bottle share hands down. And I think if there's money after Christmas, I'd probably get one. We all love the stuff that we can show up with with friends that they may or may not have had or hopefully have not had and also hopefully are surprised by, this hits that mark for me. You know, where where most things now are, you know, more common or, oh, I've had, you know, this or that that was similar. I can't attribute too much to where this goes for me.
3: I'm a retailer. I would say price is a preference. What is your preference? I mean, what you're willing to buy. I've seen people...
1: Bingo. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just going to interrupt you because I said, Tarek's going to show up and say I'm a retailer. (laughs)
3: I was like, every single show he comes on, he
1: says, I'm a retailer.
3: But I mean, I have to say it. I don't know how many audience know about it, but.
1: Oh, everybody. It's knows. also it's, it's also
3: filling in the blanks, kind of like, you know, where I come from in my argument is that I see a customer walk in the door who are willing to pay $100 for Elmer Tilly, and then they, some of them come in not willing to pay over 30 bucks. And so, prices of reference, everyone's different. And I think for me, the, I like this one. I always debate when there are good bottles on a shelf whether I want to drink a profit. This might be the one I drink a profit.
1: <laughs> no, I mean you're you're a retailer. You're supposed to kind of toe the line, and and you see what people are doing when they're coming in. But this one is this one's super tough. It makes you want to sit there. And uh, drink the hell out of it. It
0: really is. I mean, to me, it's kind of like that uh, that distro pick of the, the Cavalon and the uh, you know, vino barrel, the, the T-Rex. Yeah. We've talked about it in the past and never been, and I still would never classify myself as being overly big on the, the Taiwanese or the Japanese whiskeys. But that one just hit some spots that I don't get out of most things. And yes, it was not a cheap bottle, but it, it hit me in a different way. And it, similar to this, it's one of those things where you're not going to want it every night. You're not going to, hey, this is my, I'm going to get four pours out of this bottle tonight, night kind of thing. But it hits enough different senses to where it's one of those, you, you're going to look in the cabinet or wherever your stuff is and say, hey, let me try that one again. I want to see where it is now. I want to see what I get out of it. And I think it's a pretty novel product. And it doesn't disappoint me in any way.
1: I think we're all fans. I think we'd all go in together on one and... You know, we probably would buy one on our own and not tell anyone we did. Yeah,
0: I mean, not like we have any prejudice towards things, but I don't think anybody really saw that being the outcome here.
1: No, <laughs> no.
0: What about you, PJ?
1: Would you buy this one?
2: I wouldn't. I mean, off when you're talking recently about what you guys are drinking recently or what, what's what been out there different, I would definitely buy this. I mean, from start to finish, I'll, I'll second it. It's it's a really good pour.
1: I agree. Speaking of good pours, before we close up here, I mean, you guys might not get on, and I'd say there's a good chance you're not going to get on again before the end of the year. What has been your favorite pour so far this year? PJ first. You're a guest of a guest.
2: I'll go back to old Henry McKenna. It's one of my favorites. Hunter Proof. Good price, good value, good flavor. I'd drink that
1: any day of the week. That was your best. What was your least favorite? Uh, no, I'm not. My kidding. least favorite no, I'm was. Let's uh, not even go. All <laughs> right, it's so that pick. was.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those random bottles he's got in the floor. And he says, if you tried this? It's like you did this to me last time.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. So so that was your favorite. Tarek, what was your favorite so far this year?
3: Too many. <laughs> uh,
1: Which elixir probably, pick was yeah, it? i probably give you five. All right, give us your top five.
3: A-Door Cognac, number eight. That's a Hodor? A-Door. A-E-Door. door. A-E-Door. Hold the door. <laughs> Something like that, if you hear that. <laughs> right. Shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, not a lot of Game of Thrones it's fans Number here.
3: eight is a 50-year-old Cognac. The Blum Papastie. That was really great. Maker's uh, RC6 was fantastic for the price. Hitting right spot and price point. Uh, the four roses. Actually, two thousand nineteen. It was seasonally appropriate. It remind me of more or less why people drink midwinter night dram in just the fall. Two thousand nineteen. Four roses hit me as a, like one of the favorite seasonal bar.
0: It is a really good fall pour. I mean, yes.
1: I didn't even think of it from mm. a seasonal point of view. I, I said it when it we, re, we reviewed pour. it. Yeah. I was like,
0: this really reminds me of like the fall and this time of the year, and, and you know, you're out in the woods, and then there's you know some fr- the, the the fruit component to it, and the, the things that would be in bloom. Then, like, it just hit the nail on the head. I, I should have changed my pick to Bill and Zeke's.
2: Excellent venture. Really, <laughs> what I should, I should have, have said.
3: Yeah. Hold on. Hey, let's change your world. You
1: have some, you have some brown on the front of your nose. Oh, okay. I'm, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He really <laughs> did wipe his nose for a second there.
3: <laughs> I didn't think he had anything to do with it. Hey, though. the Bill and Zeeks was a ringer.
1: Bill and Zeke's was a winner.
0: All right, you got one more, Tark.
3: One more says eighteen this year. I'm usually really? not fan. Well, I have tried only one more time in the past. SAZ-18 of 2019, linger for good, three minutes, 490 proof. It linger on and on and on.
0: I did have the the first SAZ release, sorry uh, SAZ-18 release, the same day we did the uh, the JD pick. There wasn't a ton on the front. There really wasn't. But, man, did it just hang around forever and ever and ever and just linger. It's like, where was this the, the first two-thirds of my tongue? Because I... I didn't know that show anything was here. And then like, still going. I'm a fan of the Saffle and the
1: limited edition small batch from Four Roses. I think those are my top two. But now that I've successfully killed a conversation, want to let you know all of our glassware is provided by distilleryproducts.com. Check them out. I will get you in touch with Vicki if you want to get in touch with them, reach out to me. I will make sure to get you in touch with her. They have everything you could possibly need the Wee Glen Karen, which I thought you could only get at Heaven Hill, the regular Glen Karen, the Tua Glass. You can get the Neat Glass Engraved. They are one of the only places in North America that does that. They have decanters, they have tumblers, whatever it is. Go to www.distilleryproducts.com. If you are a group, if you are a company, whatever it is, please reach out to me. I will make sure to get you in touch with them. PJ and Tarek, thank you both so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. It's been fantastic. Easy, Wally. Less is more. I mean, less is more? All right. All right. It's still warm. Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke, the folks can find us on Instagram at Dads Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Facebook at Dads Drinking Bourbon. Go ahead and follow Tarek at Elixir Spirits. Go ahead and follow PJ Ware.
2: At Elixir. Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and South Carolina. All
1: right, just follow all those states. I use
3: distillery products. I Tarek uses yeah, com as well. I can say Wiki's great. You yes,
1: have this yes. Canadian Glencairn here with elixir or, spirits on yeah. the bottom.
3: A? Glencairn mixture? You, you guys can... Half gallon Glencairn? You can keep the Papa's
1: Pilar glasses. Can we trade? Sure. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Nashville, Tennessee. PJ, Tarek, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers. Thanks everyone for uh, putting up with this.